0: Praise the Lord. Briefly turn with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 53. From verse 1, I read Isaiah chapter 53. From verse 1, it says, Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. And as a root out of dry ground, he has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs. And carried our sorrows yet we esteemed him stricken smitten by God and afflicted but he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed thank you Jesus the topic is Jesus paid the price Jesus paid the price for you and I to be called gods. If you look at the scripture from the beginning, you would see the picture you would see is not a picture of someone you could easily embrace. There was no form or comeliness to him in the manner in which he came. He was despised and rejected by men. up till today. Some are still despising him and rejecting him a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. That is our Lord Jesus Christ. But you know what? He surely has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered him cursed, stricken by God, smitten and afflicted. Oh, such a person is not someone I want to deal with. He's not someone I would like to hang out with. But do you know that all he was carrying was our sins? He was wounded for our transgressions. Jesus paid the price for you and I to have life. Remember Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden? From the beginning of the world, God had a perfect sense of relationship for himself and the man he made in his image. But after the fall of man, something happened. Death happened. Because the wages of sin is death. Yes, nobody dropped dead physically. But there was death. That cutting off of that sweet communion with God in the garden of Eden. That is death for man. Because in the communion with our maker, that is where our life is. But God, in his infinite mercy, didn't want you and I to be destroyed forever. And he did something about it. He did something just so you and I will not be destroyed forever. He sent his son, Jesus, to die for you and I. Look at the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 4. I read from the message translation, it says, Long before he laid down earth's foundations, he had us in mind, had settled on us as the focus of his love, to be made whole and holy by his love, by Jesus, the love of God in person. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What pleasure he took in planning this. Verse 6 says, He wanted us to enter into the celebration of His lavish gift giving by the hand of His beloved Son. Verse 7 says, Because of the sacrifice of the Messiah, His blood poured out on the altar of the cross, we are a free people free of penalties and punishments chalked up by our misdeeds, all our misdeeds. And not just barely free either, abundantly free. Hallelujah. We are not just barely free from all the same punishments we deserve, but abundantly free because someone paid the price. He thought of everything, provided for everything we could possibly need. So why don't you want to receive Jesus into your life today? Receive him. He has paid the price for you and I. Without him, we cannot stand and be calling God, God, in the Old Testament, the shadow of of that which was to come. Once in every year, the priest will have to make a sacrifice, a sin atonement for himself and for the people. And anytime he was going into the Holy of Holies, a belt is tied around his waist. Because nobody else could follow him in there. And the reason the belt is tied around his waist with the bell ringing. So that if he ended up not coming out, he's struck dead. God is just too holy then they would drag him out using that belt because so nobody could go in there but Jesus broke the veil and opened the gate wide says everybody come to me his arms open wide calling you and I to come what is keeping you from embracing Jesus today i command that limitation I command that chain to be broken in the name of Jesus receive life receive Jesus into your life for he has paid the price in Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 it says come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest Jesus is not calling you to a life of suffering. He's calling you to a life of rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. Verse 30 says, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Thank you, Jesus. Why are you using your money, spending it to buy that which does not satisfy? Come. Come god is calling you and i to come today stop running around stop running around jesus means well for you the chastisement that brought us peace the chastisement for our peace was upon him he already paid if not for him we all are doomed for destruction But therefore now, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. For the law of the Spirit has set us free from the law of sin and death. We seem not to understand the import of what Jesus did on the cross for us. He's bringing you and I back to God, restoring us to that original position of sweet communion and fellowship with God. And that is where the life of man is. Without Jesus, you have no life. I ask you, who best knows how to live life on this earth than the one who made the earth? In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The word is Jesus. He was with God in the beginning. Nothing was made without him that would have been made. So how best do you think you can live this life without the one who made this life and this earth with you by your side? You think you can make it on your own? You think you have it all? You don't. You think you have it all figured out. You're here. You enjoy yourself. You make this plan. You make that plan. All things we are made through Jesus. If you must live this life to the fullest, you cannot live it outside of Christ. Anything outside of Jesus, you're shortchanging yourself and you're wasting your time. And at the end of the day, what would you have achieved? Jesus has paid it all. He bore your sins and my sins. He bore our transgressions. He bore our griefs. He already carried it with him. That he might test death for everyone. So that you and I don't need to die. In John 10, 10, he says, The devil cometh but for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. I have come that you may have life. And have it abundantly, not just barely free, not just barely escaping punishment, but abundantly free. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 17. He says, therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. This was why Jesus, God, God, this was why God took on flesh and came down for you and I. For in that he himself had suffered being tempted. He is able to aid those who are tempted. Open your heart and receive Jesus today. It is only in him that you have life. It is only in Jesus that everything you need will be made available to you. And as you do this, as you take this step today, To receive him into your heart, I tell you, you will know love like no other. You will know life like no other. And may the Spirit of God, as he rests upon you, give you peace. Just wherever you are right now, all I need you to do is just open your heart and say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I am sorry that I've rejected and despised you for so long. I receive you into my life now. Come be my Lord and my Savior. Come show me how to live this life to the fullest. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Chimwe Udeka.